0: Hello there. Welcome to the Keeping It Real podcast. Today is November 13th, the 21st episode this year in 2022. And today is World Kindness Day. And I thought to myself, there's no better topic that I could talk about. So my name is Glenda Sheard, and I'm your host, of the Keeping It Real podcast. Now, kindness, you know, it's its something that it seems that we just take it for granted. Yet, I know myself, there are many people that I know, and I, I often think they're so kind. You know, I'd, I'd really like to establish and develop um, more traits like that individual. And, you know, Maya Angelou, very, very famous poet and activist said, I've learned that people will forget what you said. People will forget what you did, but people will never, ever forget how you made them feel. And I believe that that is kindness because every person likes to be treated with respect and to be involved with people that are positive and happy. So World Kindness Day, it is an international holiday, and it was formed in 1998, and of course, to promote kindness throughout the world, and as mentioned, it's observed observed annually on November 13th. In fact, a few other countries that uh, also recognize World Kindness Day are United States, Canada, Japan, Australia, and there are others. And this day is an opportunity for each one of us to reflect upon one of the most important and unifying human principles. It's a day where we devote uh, this day to positive potential, right, of you know, it doesn't have to be something large. Often, the smallest act of kindness can mean the most to someone, right? And so people are like, well, you know, kindness. And I'm like, yes, kindness, empathy, compassion, respect. Those are all attributes, characteristics that I believe that every person wants to, um, to have. Now, some of the ways that, you know, again, it doesn't have to be a big, big gift of kindness. It can be something as, as simple as feeding a stray. I often think about, um, because there's so many different shelters, but I often, uh, I follow on Facebook and uh, a Facebook page about Puerto Vallarta. And of course, it's not just there, it's everywhere. That there are many, many, many different animals, dogs and cats and that, that have no homes. They are strays. And so, you know, that's something that I've seen, Others do. In Mexico, there well, on the street corner, there could be some dogs, but there is someone has dropped off a big, big bag of dog food and they've thrown it on the streets and there the dogs gather. Or I have also seen people that have taken milk, you know, and watered it down and put it on the street again. for could be a cat or several cats or a mama cat that has just had a litter of kittens. So, like I say, feeding a stray, or how about if you can afford it, we buy extra at the grocery store and then, of course, donate it. I know our local food bank always, always is is short because with raising costs and unemployment and and just the way it seems that the world is going, there are many families, many seniors, and that need a little bit of an extra hand because they just don't have enough to buy what is needed at the grocery store, right? And so we can, even if it's a can of soup, it something as simple as that, or a bag of macaroni, a can of pork and beans, All very, very appreciated, right? Now, another thing, and it's this time of the year, is it's Christmas here where I live in Canada. And Christmas is coming up. And we have, you know, Santa's Anonymous. And there's many organizations that collect toys for children that their families don't have enough to be able to buy, never mind food, but also to buy toys. And so you might want to, whether it's, you know, you pick up a small one of those little dinky cars, or, you know, it could be a little dolly, or a puzzle, or just anything for any age. Now, I do know that there is uh, often at uh, Christmas here, where I live, is um, they often talk about where they don't have enough gifts for teens. So that's something else that we can all consider. You know, there's lots and lots of fantastic books and games and, and you know, a sweatshirt, right? Or a t-shirt, something like that would be a great thing to donate for um, to the Christmas Bureau right? And also something else that I like to do is to donate to certain organizations, especially if they are supporting women, a women's shelter or women's initiatives, right? And because it is, you can contribute, you can also get a tax receipt when you donate to charities, but also making a difference. Knowing that you are investing in a woman in another country that needs help. And she may be working to uh, pay off a loan from an organization so that her and her family can not just survive, but thrive as well. Another thing that we maybe don't think often enough, is spending time with elders. Many of us, I know for me, my grandparents have been gone for a long, long time, and I miss them. And I know that there are many organizations, seniors, homes in my community that I could uh, go and, and spend some time just chatting with a senior, maybe playing cards, or, you know, they most of them love to play crib, or just having a friendly conversation, listening to their stories, because of course, seniors have so many stories that need to be told, right? And an active kindness of spending time with a senior or it could be as simple as if you're at the mall or you're somewhere, a doctor's office, and you see a senior, a simple smile, a twinkle in your eyes, and just give them a great smile and you'd be surprised what it may mean to that individual. Many of our seniors have, of course, lost a spouse, and so they may be living on their own or their families. If they have families, but if they do, they may not live in the same area and they could be lonely. And so befriending a senior, smiling at a senior, or going visiting a senior at um, a senior's home would be a really, really generous, precious gift, providing a listening ear, a warm heart. Indeed. It could do a lot for mental and their physical well-being. Now, have you ever thought of this? As we all know, there are many, many homeless people, families, seniors, and they're hungry. Some of them have not had a hot meal for a very long time. And If you see one, a person, have you thought maybe of offering to take them for lunch? Maybe you're taking them over to Tim Hortons and you have chili with them and a a hot coffee and a fresh, fresh donut or taking them to an actual restaurant where they can sit down and and be warm and just be well-received because they're with someone that is showing them kindness. That is, uh, it's just showing them that they matter, right? It's an opportunity for us to um, restore someone's faith in humanity because many people that they may be begging, they may be homeless, and many of them have are not treated very well by by some people. So, again, think about it. Think about taking. Um, a, a less fortunate individual for lunch. A simple compliment. You know, I've, I've had the opportunity where many times where I'll, let's say I have my one of my favorite um, clerks at my local grocery store, And I see her, you know, maybe once a week, sometimes maybe only once a month. But when I see her and I'm like, hi, beautiful, how are you doing? What's new? You know, how are things going for you today? And it's amazing because they remember you as well. And they feel so good that here you are. You're being nice to them because they do. Lots and lots of people that work in retail They certainly experience many, many different kinds of people that um, may not have kindness at top of mind. So complimenting somebody in retail or it could be somebody at work, right? One of your colleagues looks absolutely fabulous and you tell her that and just watch what happens. In most cases, they smile, their shoulders go back, and they indeed feel absolutely beautiful, right? So a compliment, a compliment to whether it's someone at work, it could be someone in retail, or even someone in your family. I love this idea because I used to work in a library, and We can donate books, of course, to a library, but also there are so many schools that funding has been cut and their libraries are either non-existent or in fact many, many teachers buy books at library book sales because their own libraries, their school library, is uh, not very good. So That's something to consider, even whether you go to a library book sale and then buy a whole bunch of different books, because you can usually buy them for a quarter or 50 cents or a buck, and then donate them to one of your nearest schools. And again, just think about that. Yes, you're buying books, you're donating books to a school, but you are giving the gift of literacy to a child. I don't know. Does it get any better than that? I guess maybe feeding someone that is very, very hungry. What about helping a neighbor? <clears throat> you know, recently I am I just, I can't express my gratitude enough. We had winter hit us just boom, like that. And we have a lot of snow. And of course, I live on an acreage now. I don't have a big tractor that clears my driveway or a whole bunch of equipment. And I had mentioned to one of my neighbors earlier this spring and, or pardon me in the summer and said, you know, they're like, well, if we ever can help. And I'm like, well, you know what, when the winter comes, if do you, do you have, you know, and he's like, Oh yeah, we've, I've got all kinds of snow clearing equipment. And I'm like, Oh gosh. And so I guess I was a little bit bold and went, well, you know, something that would be really helpful to me in the winter is, um, is if you, you know, once in a while can clear my driveway, that would be just absolutely amazing, amazing gift. Lo and behold, he's been over a few times because, again, as mentioned, we've had so much snow And there's no way that, you know, just me driving around my driveway, round and round and round, trying to pack the snow down would be enough. So offer a hand. Maybe again, you might have a senior that lives close to you or next door that may need, you know, that maybe their car is in for repairs and they need to go for groceries or they need to go to the doctor or something like that. Offer them. All right, right. Now here's one that is you know quite often when we're being kind and thinking about kindness we are always thinking about being kind to our kids, being kind to our colleagues, being kind to the community. But what about being kind to yourself? Yes, the greatest act of kindness that we can practice without any cost, or money involved, or even effort, is to be kind to yourself. Remember to not, don't beat yourself up for things that are not in your control, and many of us do that. When you're speaking to yourself, use kind words, positive words. Do what you can and try not to dwell on what we can't do. And again, it's that when I say simple, practicing kindness to yourself and being kind to others, they come naturally, but it does indeed Take practice because, again, I think people are more inclined to beat themselves up or think negatively uh, before we, you know, think about, I'm doing a great job. I've been struggling and I've had a lot going on, but you know what? I'm really proud of myself. Think about that. When was the last time you said to yourself, I'm really proud of me? practice that. Yeah, not easy. Anyway, today I was really, I received what I, again, what I'm going to call a gift because I knew that it was World Kindness Day. And I happened to see someone that posted a poem. And the poem is by Brian Bilston. And again, I felt that this was a gift because it was kindness, that's what it's called, on World Kindness Day. And it showed up on, in my feed. So I'd like to share this poem, Kindness, by Brian Bilston, with you today. To recap what we now know, it did not begin in a laboratory in Wuhan. Nor with a pangolin or bat, but it already lay dormant within us, like a seed, waiting for the right conditions to thrive. The symptoms of kindness are many and various, and may include some or all of the following. Teardrops. Sudden laughter. A feeling of warmth and a peculiar uplifting of the heart. It leaves its traces everywhere from boxes left on doorsteps to conversations over fences. It can be transmitted over vast distances through a phone call or from a smile across. A street or a certain softness of tone spoken beside a hospital bed. It affects young and old equally. There is no race or gender immune from it. It has the power to topple corrupt governments. If one person were to pass it on, to just three others, and they, in turn, were to pass it on to three more in no time at all. The world would be full of it, and where, might we ask ourselves, would we be then? Again that poem, Kindness, was written by Brian Bilston. And a lot of truth to that, you know, the ripple effect, like simple act of kindness, uplifting another person's day, giving someone hope or a positive attitude, and it goes further. So that gift that we gave to someone of kindness, then in turn, they will can give kindness and positivity to someone else. Think about that, the power of kindness. And, you know, reflecting, going back to being kind to ourselves. I know that's something, you know, people often say to me, you're so kind, Glenda, you've got such a kind heart, and you're empathetic, and you're compassionate. But guess what? Sometimes I feel, I don't know, almost a little fake. And why do I say that? And the Keeping It Real podcast is all about keeping it real. Because I may have those wonderful qualities of being kind and compassionate and empathetic to other people, whether they're young or they're old. But it's something that I really need to work on and practice more often about being kind to myself, appreciating that I have good days, that I have bad days, that I do good things and other days, not such great things, right? It sounds like being human and also to, you know, look at the uh, good deeds, of course, that I do in my community and that is something that is so so important to me, is the difference that a person can make within their community by giving back, by giving freely of your time. You know, my mom taught me as a small child, and I know I've mentioned this in another podcast, that community, the act of giving one of oneself, the act of supporting charities. You may be a donor. You may be a volunteer. But my mom taught me that by giving back to your community, you make a difference. And it's like recycling love. That's what my mom shared with me many, many, many years ago. And I reflect upon that often and remember that, yes, I'm making a difference in the community But how important it is that I also make a difference for myself as well. So I'm getting close to the end of today's podcast. And again, I'm not sure when you'll be listening to this, but regardless, it's November 13th that I am recording the Keeping It Real podcast on World Kindness Day but that's my point. Every day is kindness day. Just think how many opportunities we have in one day to share an act of kindness. And you know, Leo Buscaglia said it best. Too often, we underestimate the power of a touch, a smile, a kind word, a listening ear, an honest compliment, or the smallest act of caring, all of which have the potential to turn a life around. So thank you very, very much for listening. And I remind you that I was kind of vacant for a while, and now I'm working hard to be here doing the Keeping It Real podcast back again weekly. But again, I will be kind to myself if I miss miss a show. So thank you so much for being here, for listening. And remember how important that kindness is in society. But most importantly, be kind as well. yourself. Thanks again. A reminder that a compassionate tomorrow begins with us today. This is Glenda Sheard signing off from the Keeping It Real podcast.